everyone, welcome back to Living Electric. We are really excited about this episode, mainly because I'm going to be the one talking this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I get to talk. Very selfish here. But uh, no, I, um, I, I am very excited about today's episode. You know, at the very beginning of Living Electric, we had Matt Teske on from Chargeway. Um, he is my uh, my boss. He's Chargeway CEO and founder. And Matt really did a good job of explaining to Alex and I at the beginning what Chargeway is, why he founded it, and exactly what it does for the EV industry. And um, a few weeks ago, we did an episode on EV terminology and how confusing EV terminology is. And um, throughout it, I kept plugging Chargeway. <laughs> and um, no I know some people. Yeah, no. I feel like every time I say plug, I like <laughs> have to like cringe a little bit because it's funny at the same time. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, hmm. So what, oh, do, what okay. are we doing on today's episode then? Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's it's Friday. It's almost the weekend, but. Um, yeah, so we are going to do a deep dive into Chargeway. You know, we're going to do a um, an introduction to what Chargeway is, what the colors and numbers represent, how our software works, and um, just, you know, kind of do a more visual tour of what the Chargeway software is. So if you are listening to this on either like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you want a visual, definitely download the Chargeway app, you know, similar to what I'm going to be talking through on today's episode, play step in step with, uh, with the mobile app. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you want me to just start from the top? Yeah, I was going to say just a preface for everybody too. This is yeah. a obviously we we've got about half of our listeners that listen on audio only, and then the other half listen on YouTube and kind of get the visual of us as well. I guess half the people don't like the look of our faces, but what can we do? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, but today's episode, if you are listening on audio, I would recommend if you are obviously if you're not in a car, just like you know hanging out, working on stuff, is pull up the YouTube video so you can walk along with us. Um, we're going to do our best to kind of talk through what we're clicking on, like what we're talking about as we're, as we're going through it. Um, but this, this podcast is probably going to be best enjoyed with the visual as well. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do want to just preface before we dive into, you know, the, what we're looking at with Chargeway, my internet has been pretty slow recently. So if things are loading a bit slow, it's not Chargeway, it's my internet. (laughs) So I do want to just preface that. I meant to tell you in (laughs) pre-show. No worries. Um, so starting from the top with what Chargeway is and why Chargeway and why as an employee of Chargeway, we really feel like there's a need for this. Uh, EV charging can be confusing. You know, there's a lot of terminology that's thrown out there from kilowatts, amperage, voltage, uh, you know, J1772, uh, dual combo, CCS, Catamo, <laughs> you name it. It's, it's a All lot of stuff. terminology. Yeah, it's, it's a lot for everyday drivers to really understand. And, you know, unless you're driving like a Tesla, you know, and some of that experience is a bit easier from vehicle to vehicle. It's not always the same. You know, some cars charge slower than other. There's charging stations that will charge your car slower or faster, depending on their power output. So we really felt like there was a need for, for Chargeway to simplify this. And that's exactly what Chargeway does. It simplifies electric fuel for the driver. And I feel like I'm talking a lot with my hands, so I hope people who are watching <laughs> this on YouTube appreciate that. Right. Um, so essentially what Chargeway is, is that it's a multi-platform software solution. So we have a few different platforms. The, the main one is going to be our free mobile app that you can download from the Apple uh, App Store or the Google Play Store. We also have a web beacon that gets 
uh, installed directly into a dealership's website. We work with utilities to install our beacon kiosks and showrooms. as well like as a, a huge like, tablet, right, that's like yes. interactive for people in dealerships to go like check out your system and cars and yep. all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's a massive tablet. But what's really cool about that is that the, everything that you're looking at here, as well as like on your mobile device, our user experience actually goes from each platform seamlessly, which is really cool. It kind of makes the transition easy for, for drivers to understand this. Right. So, you know, to circle back for the engineering terminology that I mentioned earlier, you might be wondering exactly how does Chargeway simplify that? Well, Chargeway simplifies that with a simple color and number system. The color represents the plug type, and the number represents the power output of the charging station or what your vehicle is capable of charging at in terms of its max charge rate. The color, how it works is there's green, red, and blue. Uh, green represents J1772 or CCS, which is the majority of EVs on the road. Uh, there's also blue, which represents the Chatamo charging standard, which is starting to get phased out here in the United States as well as uh, Canada. But that's mainly found on like the Nissan Leaf or the Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. And then there's red, which represents the Tesla connector or NACS, depending on what you want to call it. Right. Um, and <laughs> we'll probably call it Tesla. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just call it Tesla until, you know, other. Well, actually, no, I did see that some other networks are starting to incorporate that on their charger. I saw really? an EV Passport just announced that yesterday that they're going to start having they're Tesla gonna offer connectors. Tesla plugs on their, their chargers, which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, or NACs. Uh, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so that's that's how our color system works. So, you know, to speak about the number system, we do we represent power output and max charge rate of one through seven. One would be the slowest, seven would be the fastest. And what's really cool about Chargeway, and I know that this is a lot of information right now, but what's cool about our system is that the moment you put in a specific vehicle, it actually tailors your entire experience around that car. So it's right. only going to show you charging stations that work with your vehicle. We have a trip planner that's based on your specific vehicle, as well as a charge timer based on the specs of your vehicle as well. Right. Um, so we have a database of vehicles ranging all the way back from 2011 through today's vehicles. And we update that as new vehicles come on the market too, um, which is pretty cool. And that's something we've, we've stressed all the time with like, even just our simple charging discussions we've had on the show is like, once you kind of figure out what works with your vehicle, it gets really mm -hmm. simple after that. Like I think yes. yeah. the overwhelmingness of EV charging networks and just the charging systems in general is like, oh, there's all these different things, but it's really about like finding what works with your vehicle, which is why I like Chargeway, especially when I'm like, a either like shopping for a new vehicle or like <laughs> trying to explain somebody like what the how long does this vehicle take to charge? And it's like, well, let's let's pull it up in Chargeway and plug in that vehicle, and you can see specific information for that vehicle, yeah. not just all vehicles, because everything is yeah. so vehicle specific yeah. with EV charging. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I think a lot of people who get into EVs, especially like, you know, the newer drivers who aren't like the early adopters or, you know, just really starting off on their EV journey. A lot of people ask, well, how long does it take to charge my vehicle? <laughs> or maybe like, for right. example, if you're a Chevy Bolt driver, sometimes people make the mistake of blocking, you know, like uh, in, in our terms, like a green seven, which is like a 350 kilowatt, you know, uh, CCS connector and your vehicle can't take that. So like our, our app really helps explain how capable your vehicle is and which chargers can help charge your car at its max capacity. Right. 
So um, I do, before we dive into what we're looking at with the station map, I actually do want to kind of do a quick walkthrough of how we explain this at like different like events or, you know, like different like uh, dealership training. So essentially, let's start from the beginning. You download the Chargeway app. You, you want to know exactly how you start. So the very first thing I recommend is adding a vehicle to your app. Because as I mentioned, this will tailor your entire experience around that vehicle. Um, and when you first log it or when you first download the app, does it prompt you to do this immediately? You don't have to uh, like click a button because you just click it, the like plus button on the screen. I'm not sure what screen it brings you to immediately though. Yeah, so it does. So you you log in using your cell, your phone number, and then you'll get like a verification text, and then the very next screen is adding a vehicle. Gotcha. And, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you know that's a, that's a really good question. So it kind of takes you through the step-by-step -step process. And before you even set up your account, it does a quick walkthrough of what like the colors and numbers represent, as well as like what features our, our app gotcha. offers. Yeah. Okay. So let's start off with like a 2023 model. Do you have a preference of which vehicle? Um, let's do a Ford. That's what I always use as an example. Let's see what okay. 2023 trims you got in there. We have we have pretty much everything for the Lightning, <laughs> so the Maki, got... as well as the E Transit. Oh, the E Transit would be interesting. Do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of curious about what that'll show there. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, so now the very next thing that it's going to ask is your zip code, and um, so now this this is a little bit different than um, than uh, you know like our mobile app because you would essentially put in your zip code as, as soon as you're setting up your account. Right. right, the web beacon. You know, we're not setting up a account. This just helps customize the experience. Well, that well, good thing to note. That's not my zip code. So, <laughs> <laughs> just being honest, um, not gonna lie. I did look up a zip code just to put that in here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, um, so you you can see that the moment we put in the e transit, it actually the at the beginning of this tutorial, you know, we were seeing the blue, red, and green pins. Um, as well as gray pins. So what's really cool about our app is that we do show at a quick glance if a, v if a charging station is um, offline or online. So if it's a gray pin, it's safe to assume that that charging station is offline and you will not be able to utilize that. But what I want to highlight... A, hang okay. on, is that, a, is that a live status or is that a, like, whenever the station operator reports it? So it it's updates nightly um, okay. during our, our data sync. Um, so, you know, we are working on like real time status updates, but at the moment it just happens once a day. Okay. So it is, uh, I mean, it's continually updated though. It's not like you're going to be checking this and like, oh, like now I can't plug in because <laughs> the status yeah. has changed like in the same day or something. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And um, you actually brought up a really good point too. You know, I forgot to mention what my job is with Chargeway. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the EV program manager focused on data and research. And um, what's really cool about our app is that I monitor all this station data for pretty much the majority of the networks here in the United States as well as Canada. And whenever a station goes live, it's, it's my responsibility to monitor how that looks on our end. So like if a station is offline or if maybe it's like a coming soon pin, um, the moment I add it to our database, it actually reflects in real time across all of our platforms. So, nice. um, so you know, if like, for example, like if this gray pin was marked incorrectly, you let us know, I can update it and it will reflect immediately, which wow. is pretty cool. Yeah, it is handy. Yeah. Um, so before we before we talk about the station map, um, I do want to just go through our number system um, and why we went with one through seven. 
Um, so as as you know, Alex, from working in the uh, <laughs> the EV industry, there tends to be a blanket term called level three charging. Um, right. You know, you you hear it from across the board. You know, from OEMs, charging networks. Um, essentially, the majority of the industry has called it level three. Up until recently, I feel like I'm starting to notice a switch from level three to DC fast charging in terms of what it's being called. Yeah, it's it's been a weird kind of transitionary thing because early in the, the industry, I heard like early meaning like you know five years ago, <laughs> I heard <laughs> I heard uh, I heard level one and I heard level two and I heard DC and then like in the past few years, I've heard people start saying level three, which is not really even an accurate thing based on how the like the CCS and uh, SAE standard is written. That's not even a term they use in there. Um, yeah. And then we've kind of switched back to DC fast charging or DCFC or like all these other terms. So um, do you want to maybe talk about what you just pulled up for the people on the audio too? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So what, what we're looking at is our charge timer feature. And this is a um, charge time estimator, which is really cool based on our specific power level as well as your vehicle. And um, essentially what you're looking at is that it's going to be an estimated time for either standard or DC fast charging. So whenever we're walking through with um, new users or doing like a walk through what Chargeway is, this is the best way to explain how our number system works, one through seven. Because essentially a lot of times, and I'm sure you've heard it from time and time again, um, a lot of people just want to know how long is it going to take to charge my car? Yep. You know, that tends to be like the number one question, how long is it going to take? And that's really where Chargeway mainly focuses on the time experience of charging versus, you know, the more technical terms like kilowatts and, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. But essentially, I don't want it to time out, but essentially this is how our number system works. So say, for example, on our screen, there's this little battery icon, and there's a few um, a few things that you can drag around depending on like what your starting state of charge is to where your targeted state of charge is. Um, so say, for example, you know we want to go from like 20%, I'm gonna stop it at 19, just because, <laughs> um, from like 19 to 100%. On a level one, which is like a typical household outlet, we're looking at about 39-ish hours for the Ford Transit. <laughs> So, so at the bottom doable. here, you've got this. You've got this green one selected. Yes. Um, and yeah. then I, I think you have the advanced settings clicked on. So that's like 1.4 kilowatts. Like if correct. You're, if you're familiar with kilowatts, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's relatively low. So that's kind of like where the I think the chargeway system kicks in, right? As you kind of have these brackets of like. Yeah. You know, a two is faster than one. You don't have to think about like how many kilowatts this is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and I'll get to that in a second with how beneficial like our station map is because you did, you know, tease at that a little bit of how easy it is to be like, well, I know two is a higher number than one that's going to charge my car faster. Right. Um, so, you know, one thing I do want to point out, typically when you're looking at the screen, these advanced settings or more like technical terms like kilowatts are hidden away. You know, if you are looking for that information, it is available. Um, so, you know, as we go through this, I'll describe the different tiers. So essentially the way that this works is that we have 24 miles remaining at 19% state of charge, and we need 102 miles to go of charge to get to 100%. That's how this is reading out. Gotcha. Um, so as we start scrolling through the different power levels, I just clicked up to a level two, that's gonna jump up to an average about 6.8 kilowatts. And now the way that our level two system works is that's anywhere essentially from about three kilowatts to about 20 kilowatts. That's a big spectrum. 
and I don't want to dive too much into that technical, you know, terms. We'll focus more on the time. So, you know, going from the level one to a level two power output, that dropped the charge from 39 hours to about eight hours for the Ford E-Transit. Right. And now let's go up to a level three. This is where you start hitting that level three blanket term that the industry really likes to utilize. And this is where, whenever I'm talking to people, I like to say that DC fast charging is a spectrum because it is mm -hmm. a spectrum. Right. That's anywhere from a two and a half hour charge, like what we're seeing right now with a <laughs> uh, Ford E-Transit, you know, this is called fast charging, air quotes, right. um, <laughs> to something that could charge, you know, like a specific car, like a Kia EV6 and like, prime optimal conditions in about 15 to 18 minutes. That's still considered level three charging by most of the industry. Right. And you know, that that's a big um, difference in terms of like the user experience. That's as mentioned, anywhere from two hours to 18 minutes. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, as we start scrolling through this, we'll go up to a green four that's going to jump up to about 41 kilowatts to go from 19% uh, to 80%. And actually one thing I do wanna just jump back on with our charge timer, you'll notice when we go to uh, DC fast charging or at least the bare minimum of level three, the battery drops automatically down to 80% because that's mm. the most, um, you know, that's that's the most recommended in terms of what you should charge to when you're at a DC fast charger. Because right. anywhere from like 80 to 100%, um, that's going to be a little bit slow. Well, not a little bit. It can be actually be extremely slower compared to that gap from 20 to 80%. Right. Um, the way I always describe it is when you're fast charging, it's almost like when you're filling up a bucket. You don't want to like, actually, prime example, when you're filling up your water, water bottle pre-show, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to overflow it, you know? Right. So like as you go up towards the top of your bottle, you're going to slow down. That's yeah. kind of how a good way to visualize that. Right. Um, but, you know, jumping to, like, level four, that's going to drop the the charge time to about an hour and a half. Going up to a level five, which is about 76 kilowatts, uh, it, you know, bare minimum, uh, about 48 minutes. And then when you get up to a level six, which you'll notice this little max button popped up, or icon popped up, that's the max that the Ford E-Transit can charge at. So that can max charge at a green level six. And that charge time will be from 19 to 80% in about 32 minutes. So and then what happens ahead. if you keep clicking up now? Yeah. So even if you go up to a seven, you can still charge at a level seven, you know, even though the 4 transit maxes out at a six, but you just will not see that, that green level seven or level seven power output. It's going right. to be based on what your vehicle is capable of. Right. So you can still charge there. It's just, you won't see that max power. Right. Yep. And, and the, so, the green then, like, it kind of, like, just to translate some things, I guess, or how I'm thinking yeah. through of is, like, the green doesn't mean, like, you can't charge there. Like, it's really the levels you're kind of looking at as, like, your time. So, like, yep. I just thought of, like, you know, on, like, the Wii or the GameCube or, like, the, the Wii specifically, I know, like, certain, like, ports and stuff to, like, set up the Wii are, like, labeled with colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that you know, like, where to plug it in. I feel like it's kind of similar here, where it's like, okay, I've got a green car, it has to plug into the green plugs, but, like, obviously charge yeah. time is going to vary with the with the level. So. Exactly. Yeah, no, that that's a great way to look at it. You know, it's like as soon as you recognize what your vehicle uh, can plug into, as well as, like, its capabilities in terms of charging, you really get a good understanding of which charging stations you want to stop at, depending on how much time you need to charge. Right. 
So now that we understand, you know, the number system, what's really cool about our uh, station map compared to some other charging station apps is that at a quick glance, you can easily see which charging stations are going to charge your car um, depending on its power output. So, you know, for example, like we're looking at this map of Cleveland, there's a lot of level twos. So the, depending on your state of charge, that could be anywhere from like a four to eight hour charge, for example. But, you know, looking at Ohio City, there's a green four. So this is going to be a 50 kilowatt station. This will charge your car in about an hour and a half, depending on what your state of charge is. But, you know, looking at the map, you can also see that there's a seven. So, you know, knowing the number system, you can easily recognize that this is going to be the max power output that my charge or that that charger can offer that my vehicle can charge at. So if I'm really in a rush and I need a charge, I know that I'd rather go to that seven versus that four because it's going to charge my car faster. Right. And the best way to recognize that is that seven is a larger number than four. And that's exactly <laughs> how our number system works. Right. It really makes it easy. Yeah. So looking at the screen, um, and I hope I'm doing this well to like, uh, you know, audibly describe this. Right. <laughs> So when you click on a pin on the map, it will actually bring up the station details um, for that specific charging station. So for example, you know, we're looking at this green seven uh, that's on the east side of Cleveland. You get a good idea of what that, uh, that shopping center might be called. So this is called Church Square, where exactly it's located. Um, you also get a good understanding of if you need like a specific network account or if you need like a mobile app in order to initialize a charge there. Um, if there was any reviews left, it would give you a good idea of like how successful people have been with charging and, and so forth. Um, moving down the screen, um, right here in this little section underneath the station info, you're going to see multiple pins. There's two green fives as well as two green sevens. So essentially what that means is that there's two green five connectors and two green seven connectors available at that location. Gotcha. If you are, you know, like say, for example, if you have like a Nissan Leaf or maybe you have like a Tesla um, that's capable of using like a specific adapter, those colors would show up there as well. But this at least mm -hmm. lets you know that there are four plugs that you could essentially plug into if you need to. Um, but there's gotcha. just different power levels. So does Chargeway always show the highest level at the site as like a single pin when we're looking on the map here? It does. Yeah. And, and that's a really good question too. So like, say for example, like if the seven, if both of these seven connectors at this location were like offline, for example, and, but the green fives were still available, it would actually show the green five on the map instead of the seven. Oh, okay. Um, so, gotcha. which is really cool because that way you can still see that at least some charging stations are online there. And right. when you click on this, if you click on the station detail, these pins would be grayed out and this little status bar would say some chargers offline. Mm. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So that's exactly how it works. And then obviously, you know, if like all connectors were offline at that location, it would just be a gray seven on the map. Right. Yep. And then, um, you know, scrolling down, you know, we provide like station of or like hours of availability for the station. Um, you know, we do our best to provide um, pricing information for the specific networks as well as like, you know, the different charging stations. Like for example, EVgo just recently, um, recently announced some more kilowatt hour pricing for certain states. So we do provide that in there if there's any like time of use costs. You know, we really recommend looking further into EVgo, um, you know, in terms of using their website for more information. Um, but we really do our best to simplify all the information that a driver might need all in one location uh, within Chargeway. Gotcha. 
And then um, scrolling down, you know, say for example, if you do have an issue with the charger, we do provide support numbers directly for the network. Uh, so you can reach out to them or you can uh, click on this URL that will take you directly to the website on your mobile device, um, mm. which is really cool. You know, it all kind of ties it together. Um, another cool thing is that we do provide amenities too. So you can get a good idea of what you can do while your vehicle is charging. Um, you know, a lot of people always ask, well, what can I do while my car is charging? Well, you know, you can shop. I think that's a, st you know, a store called City Blue. You could get your car keys replaced if you need to. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully not if you've, uh, hopefully you don't get locked out of your car while you're charging. Right. <laughs> be a bad day. But it's, it's, you know, available if you need to. But, um, you know, that's, that's where we provide as much information to the driver in a, in a one location so they don't always have to switch from device to device or, you know, from mobile app to web browser and so forth. Right. Um, one really cool feature that I want to mention that actually is not displayed on this web beacon, but you can find within your mobile phone is under the review section of Chargeway, we actually have a way to contact the network directly via their support email. So, mm. um, you know, so like, and I'm going to, you know, you'll have to, I'm sure you've seen it on the, on the mobile app, but if you download the mobile app, there will be a little button called report a problem underneath the review. And what's really cool about that is that it will auto populate an email with that location, um, as well as like, you know, which network and as well as uh, CC us chargeway, as well as the network support email. So we're alerted that a user reported a problem and, um, you know, it gives you a good idea that, you know, like some, uh, like a template that you can provide more information of how your experience was. That way the network receives direct feedback from us versus the network having to go out of their way to locate that in some other mobile app or, you know, some other fashion. Right. It's a good way to be right in contact with the network. I just clicked on it and it, it automatically, I hit report a problem on one of the stations close to me and it says report a problem. The subject is already pre-filled. It says report a problem. And then it has the, the site location that charge point yep. is named and then it has the address of the station right below it in the email body so it looks like it's all all the information is already added which is cool yeah yeah awesome it really it really makes it easy and um it, you know we've we've interacted with some networks and they really appreciate us providing that feedback and right. i know a lot of drivers especially now is like you know station reliability has been a really hot topic in the past few months a lot of drivers really want to have that ability to directly communicate with the network versus just waiting for things to change. Right. So I, I know a lot of a lot of people appreciate that. That's one of my favorite features of Chargeway. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. some of the networks make it very hard to contact them for yeah. <laughs> for concerns about stations. Yeah. Like, there's no report a problem in some of the uh, charging apps, which is a bit concerning. It's almost like they don't want people reporting them or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but which is that conversation not for another day. <laughs> yeah. Another episode. Yeah. <laughs> another episode. Um, so, okay. I'm just going to pause because I think it might, it might freeze again. No, you're good. So good. Yeah. Okay. We're still moving. I was okay, going to cool. add, I did use yeah. that report a problem feature recently when I was, I think you were copied on the email too. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I uh, I was went to my, my alma mater for an alumni weekend, and the charger that I usually used at the hotel there um, had been removed and replaced by a different brand of charger, and the chargeway still had the non-network station in there, because how else would you know if a non-network station <laughs> was replaced unless somebody physically yeah. went to it? Um, yeah. So I was able to report it, and literally, I think you guys fixed it within 20 minutes. Like, I was shocked at how fast it was, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are yeah. on it. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always busy. But, um, right. I mean, it's important, you know, like, this this type of data, especially as, like, you know, in, like, real time when, like, drivers are out on the road, like, they need to have reliable station data. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I take a lot of pride in and, like, what I do for my job is because right. I know that I'm doing my absolute best to make sure the user has reliable data that they can count on. Right. Um, because there's nothing worse than showing up to what you think is a fast charger and it's, like, a level, or it's, like, a, a level one or a 110 plug. Right. You yeah. know, because it was mislabeled or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't want any experiences like that. And I think there's so much of this that is automated, obviously, that you've kind of clued me in on. Is like a lot of this is automated. You're getting automatic data from the charging networks and stuff. But there's always like things that are wrong or <laughs> things that are plugged in <laughs> wrong that people just don't realize because it's an automated system. So like having somebody like you that scrubs through that, verifies things, like mm -hmm. looks at pictures, like double checks all that stuff is very crucial because to your point you don't want somebody showing up expecting one thing and then getting another so no that's no, great there's nothing worse than that like i and and one thing i, I do want to say and i've told many people who i've spoken to about this being an ev driver i wouldn't want myself to show up to a situation like that so i don't want that to happen <laughs> right. to other people so like exactly that, that's one thing i hope people can you know rest easy utilizing chargeway is that like we're all ev drivers on our team right and we we know how difficult this is to understand charging and our yeah. main goal is to just make it easier for people so right Yep. Yeah. But um, one thing I do want to touch on with the station map as well is under the filter screen. So what um, if you're looking at your mobile device and um, at the lower left corner of the screen where your vehicle image is, if you go to the right, there's a line with uh, three dots or three lines with dots. That's going to be your filter section. And depending on your vehicle, your filter screen might look a little bit different. So, you know, with our Ford e-Transit that we're uh, demoing right now, it's going <laughs> to... The most popular the vehicle e in America for passengers. <laughs> right. I, I got to say, I love the e-Transit, though. It's kinda, it was a cool van to test drive. Um, but essentially, you know, there's, there's two tabs for your filter screen. So... On your filter screen, you know, you can filter out your power levels. So if you are really only looking for charging stations that can charge your Ford E-Transit at its max rate of a green six, you can do that. And then that will actually filter out any other charging stations and only show you chargers at that power level, which is really, really nice. And then um, you can also see there's two other uh, colors down here. There's blue, which is not compatible with the Ford E-Transit. And then there's red that's not compatible with the Ford E-Transit either. That way, you know that when you show up to a charging station, it's going to work with your vehicle. You don't have to guess about plug type or so forth. Gotcha. Um, now, you know, for example, if you had like a, a Model 3 that is... Uh, green or CCS enabled, there is a filter to turn that specific power level on. Um, you know, the majority of Teslas come with like level two adapters that you can go from green to red or J1772 to the Tesla connector. There's a filter for that as well. Gotcha. Um, you know, you can filter out restricted stations. So there's, you know, nothing worse than showing up to a dealership that you think might be available and it's gated off or, you know, like a private charging station that you might get security called on you. You can filter those out so you won't experience that. Um, as well as, you know, temporarily or offline charging stations, you can also filter that. So, um, you know, we really wanted to provide filters that make it easy for drivers to find the charging stations that work with them or for them. And then moving to the networks tab, 
um, as you can see visually from this YouTube video, but um, we do cover the majority of networks here in the United States as well as Canada. So, you know, we have everything from BC Hydro, Blink, ChargePoint, Electrify America. Um, you know, we have Rivian, Tesla. Uh, I kind of scrolled a little too fast. Petro Canada, um, as well as non-network stations. And then, you know, we also have like some more uh, like smaller regional networks. So like uh, Ready Charge, Livingston, Zeph Energy and so forth. But we have a lot of charging stations in our database. So <laughs> right. in terms of if things might be missing, if you do happen to come across something, definitely email me. You know, I'll put my email in the show notes. Um, we'll get that added. But the majority of the charging stations here in the U.S. and Canada, we have it covered, um, which is really nice. Um, another thing, too, with this network screen is that, say, for example, if you don't want to see, like, a... Volta charging station. You can actually click that and it will actually turn off that specific filter so you won't see Volta charging stations on your station map. So gotcha. if you know, for example, like you have a membership with like Electrify America and those are the only charging stations you want to see, you can filter that out. Mm. And then, um, yeah, that's, that's essentially it for the station map. You know, talking about like the colors and numbers, once you understand that you know, the higher the number, the faster the charge, it's really easy to get a better understanding of what the capabilities of the charging station are. Right. Um, one thing I do want to just circle back on really fast when you look at a specific charging uh, like station with the station details, where these dots are with the colors and numbers, there's this little arrow uh, directly to the right of it. If you click that, that will actually provide power levels, uh, mm. or power output for the charging station. Gotcha. So, you know, we, we definitely still tailor to those who are looking for those engineering terms who want to know what the max kilowatt output of the charging station is. It's just a little more hidden than directly in front, um, you know, directly in front of the user. But it is still in there, which is really right. nice. One thing I did want to call out while you're on that screen yeah. is you have not only the green circle, but you also have green written out there. Do you want to explain why you guys did that? I know the answer, but yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Think it's, I think it's a cool tidbit. Yeah, so it's for users who are colorblind, um, who, who might have a more difficult time seeing specific colors, so we wanted to at least still have the font for accessibility reasons. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and one other thing I do want to highlight too, when you're looking at the uh, station detail screen, um, we still have, actually, okay, so I, I just got tripped up because I'm so used to looking at my Tesla's filter, but we still have like, say for example, like if it's the CCS adapter, it will say green CCS. So those engineering okay. terms are still in there. So like, for example, looking at this charger detail, plug CCS. Right. So you can still and that's what tie Tesla calls it too, right? Is the yes. CCS adapter? They don't call it yep. the, the green red adapter or anything like that. Yeah, um, exactly. Do you want to add a Tesla vehicle yeah. maybe and show that yeah. real quick? I think that'd yeah. be valuable to show. I know my app shows that and it's pretty cool. Just so you can toggle on like the uh, the different adapters you have. Because um, when I got my CCS or my green adapter, it was cool because then I saw I saw all the colors on the map because my car is oh, compatible yeah. with all of them. Because I've got the yeah. The really expensive Chatamo adapter. <laughs> I've got the, <laughs> I've got made my car uh, CCS enabled now, so I can charge it green, red, and blue, which is pretty neat. Yeah, so you got all the plug types. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> got all the. One thing I do want to highlight too before we go into the the filter screen, this is your vehicle detail screen, so you get an idea mm -hmm. what year your vehicle is. You get a little image as well as the plug type and your max charge rate of your specific vehicle. Yeah. And you also get the EPA rating uh, of the specific vehicle. 
But one thing I do want to call out is that if you click this um, more info button, we provide more specs of the vehicle. So you can get an idea of which plug type comes standard on your vehicle, what's the max uh, AC charging or DC charging of that vehicle, the kilowatt hour size of the battery, as well as what the voltage is of that battery pack. Um, so just bear in mind, you know, with all vehicles, uh, you know, being different in terms of how capable they are in terms of charging, that will impact your experience with Chargeway. But a lot of that happens behind the scenes, so more than likely you might not even notice that. <laughs> right. It's great for um, a, a nerd like me that likes to look at that stuff because I pull that yes. up all the time yeah. looking at vehicles. I'm like, how big is this battery on this car? And I pull up Chargeway and add it and, <laughs> and look. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but, a great reference point. You know, it we, is, we've yeah. heard We've heard a lot from from dealers, you know, who are looking at like different vehicles. If they don't have like a spec sheet handy with them, they can just click on that more info and it's all right there right. for them. Right. Yeah. So, um, so you know, with with the Tesla Model Three um, that is CCS enabled, you know, since it's a 2023, there are specific filters. So just bear in mind is if your vehicle is of a certain age for like a Tesla vehicle that might not be CCS enabled that these filters will not display for you. So just mm. keep in mind, if you uh, have like a Chatamo adapter, you can still turn that filter on. It's just due to limitations of the vehicle. We didn't want to confuse drivers. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, looking at the uh, the station filter, um, you know, there's a bunch of different adapters down here. So for example, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the, the standard green adapter or the J1772, which is level one and two AC charging. If you click that on, this filter will pop up only for level one and two. So if your vehicle is not fast charging enabled for green or CCS chargers, there will be no uh, filters that pop up. But mm -hmm. if it is, you can select this down here and this will display for you. Gotcha, okay. So, so under that fast charging section, you can then look for green fast chargers if your vehicle is capable of charging on with those adapters. Gotcha. Um, Another thing too, you know, blue adapter, or if you have like the old Chatamo adapter, um, you can also turn that on as well. So then you can have all the colors. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And then, uh, and then once you turn those on and you go back to the station map, things will start filtering accordingly. So like, for example, like that EVgo station has all of those connectors there. So you'll see that there's two red fours, four level fives, but two green fives and two blue fives, depending on which adapter you have. Right. And then two green sevens. So, and this um, is the same site you had up earlier where it only was showing the five, the green five and the green seven earlier yep. for the e-transit. So as we kind of change those filters, it's now updating for what vehicle we're on. So. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing I do want to highlight too, when you go back to that charger detail screen, you'll get a good summary of what plug types are there as well gotcha. as the power output. Yeah. That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. And then um, one one last thing I do want to highlight because I really think that this is a game changer for for uh, for EV ownership is our trip planner. You know, a lot of times we receive the questions like, "Well, can I do the road trip that I go on? You know, how will I find charging stations? Is it difficult to find them, and so forth?" So what's really cool about Chargeway is that we actually have a trip planner that takes a lot of those questions and puts it into an algorithm that works behind the scenes. And all you simply have to do is put in the exterior temperature, your estimated speed in terms of how fast you're going on or how fast you'll be going on your trip, uh, your estimated um, departure state of charge, because that will impact how the trip is planned, your starting point and destination. And then if you have any midpoints, you can also add that, but we'll keep it simple for, for this uh, demo. Um, so say for example, uh, with Alex and I both in Ohio, we've 
probably really wish it was 75 degrees. So we'll <laughs> jump up to 75. Right. Uh, it's freezing. I think it's like 10 degrees here right now. I don't know how cold Seriously? it is. Seriously? It was yeah. so nice yesterday, and then it dropped down for us as well because it's freezing right now. Yeah. Um, it's 26 was... here. Ugh. Yeah, that's a. I don't like this. So we'll pretend it's 75. <laughs> Perfect. And then, since we're going to be realistic, um, we are... Sorry, <laughs> we're not going to go 100. 100 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really doing my best to scroll here. This is much easier on a mobile device, but I'm using my trackpad. Um, so let me scroll up to... We'll go about 73. The screen froze again, too. Yeah, we're there now. Yeah, you set okay. it at 73 miles per hour. It looks yeah. like perfect. Yeah. Okay. Kind of right in that middle point. That's kind of what I like to, to yeah. drive at. <laughs> yep. And... um. You know, just depending on, like, what your departure state of charge is, we'll just leave at 100% since that's what I always recommend in terms of if you're going on a longer trip. Do your best to charge at home or wherever you can to at least 100% before you leave on a trip. It's going to de- – I just think it's kind of, like, the best starting point. Obviously, if you can only charge to 80%, do what you can. But we'll just yeah. start at 100 so One thing example, I'll call out before you jump down to the route yeah. is as, the, as you change that temperature and speed, the total range has yes. also changed. Yes. Yes. Sorry. That's actually a detail that I, I skipped on. Um, <laughs> I, might, <laughs> I, I might have to uh, circle back on my training. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, Alex did point out if, um, you know, depending on like what your departure exterior temperature is and the estimated speed, that obviously impacts the efficiency of your vehicle. It's very similar to a gasoline vehicle. The faster you drive, the less efficient the vehicle is going to be. Very similar in an EV, exterior temperature can impact that. So that's that's really where we wanted to highlight that those two factors can impact your driving range. So, you know, for example, if we turn off the set temperature and speed, that number is going to jump mm. back up to the EPA range of 358. And then when you turn that back on, it's going to drop down to an estimated 284 miles based on those uh, settings you put in there. Gotcha. I think so that's that was a great call. illustration. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great illustration to show people like exactly how much your range is affected because it's a big question mark from people. It's like, oh, well, like if I'm driving 70 miles per hour and I start with 100 here, like how far can I actually get driving at highway speeds versus, you know, maybe just short trips around town. I'm kind of staying around 45 most of the time. Your range is going to be a lot better. Or yeah. temperature, too. It's like yeah. those are really the two main things that impact range. And I think it's... Yep. It's good seeing that visual of like how exactly, how much exactly it's actually affected versus just kind of saying, oh, well, it could drop up to 30%. It's like, well, like that's a problem if it's 30%, but like what's realistic? <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that number is based on um, specific like data charts that we've done research mm-hmm. on. So like as like we've noticed that like as it gets colder, you will see a massive drop off. But then as it gets like to like, I don't know, like maybe 10 degrees and under, it actually flat, like it tends to flatten out in terms of like how your range will be. It's not um, like an exponential decrease where it's or yeah. like linear decrease where it's completely like getting less and less the colder it yep. gets. Gotcha. Yep. Interesting. Kind of even out. And the same thing with uh, hotter temperatures as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, obviously the hotter it gets, the less efficient your vehicle is going to be. But what we've seen in our research, it actually tends to flat out, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, little cool tidbit um but you know like jumping back into the route um is there any i like any place you want to start at we could start in cleveland yeah let's start in cleveland um and then just go to i don't know you want to go just like cincinnati across ohio uh yeah 
Cincy. I always forget how to spell Cincinnati. C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like that Gwen Stefani song, but I think that's Bananas and not Cincinnati. But <laughs> she needs to come out with a remix. Clearly, <laughs> right? C-I-N-C-I-N. Well, the good thing is, that is that what she needs? Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to have to start remembering that every time I say Cincinnati. But if you don't remember how to spell like a certain city, as you can see, there were suggestions that will pop up. So like. If you know like a zip code or maybe like even like a um, like just like the state that you're going to travel to, it will show up as like a suggested. So like since gotcha. I really didn't remember how to spell the rest of Cincinnati, it, it <laughs> auto filled out. <laughs> yes. Yep. So all you have to do now is just hit set route, and then you'll hit start. And now what this is do is that or what this is doing is that it's creating a route that's going to be the most efficient for your driving. Um, with this being Android-based, it is using Google Maps. If you're using an Apple device, it will be using the native iOS or Apple Maps. Um, but what's cool about this is that if there are alternative routes, um, you can select them, and then this will kind of uh, it'll change your uh, your trip based on the route you're taking. So we'll just take the more straight route going from Cleveland, Columbus to Cincinnati. We'll hit you selected route. And now what this is doing is that it's filtering through our charging station database to find the most efficient route in terms of your speed, exterior temperature, as well as charging stations along the route. So um, it's providing a list starting at Cleveland. You know, we're leaving at 100%. We're going to drive about 150 miles, and then we'll get to Grove City, which is the Derby Square Shopping Center Tesla Supercharger. This is a red six, so it's not quite as fast as V3 or red seven Tesla mm -hmm. speeds or charging speeds, but you'll arrive at an estimated 47% and you'll need to charge it at least to 50% to get to Cincinnati. <laughs> so that's, so that's only about 10 minutes worth of charge. So, yeah. which is, which is not bad. I mean, it's adding 3%. You might stop longer and so forth, but it's an estimate. And then you'll drive another 100 miles and you'll arrive in Cincinnati at least with 15% state of charge left on your vehicle. Um, looking to a quick different screen um, over here in this little gray bar, and this is going to be different depending on which mobile device you're using or like, you know, which platform right. charge way you're looking at. Um, but this, in terms of like the location on the screen, but the information is going to remain the same. This is saying that the total trip time, including charging, is about four hours and eight minutes. Total trip uh, distance is 250 miles, and you'll charge for at least 10 minutes on this trip. Um, so it really, it takes a lot of that guesswork out of EV trip planning and simplifies it for the driver. It tells you how long you're gonna be at specific charging stations, arrival state of charge, departure state of charge, and what you'll arrive at your destination with. Right. Um, Another thing I do want to highlight too is that there is this button called show all stations. What this is going to do is that it's going to show charging stations along your specific route. So like say for example, if you know you want to stop a little bit earlier, so like if you want to stop at this Mount Gilead charger, yeah. um, you can select that location, click on this little arrow and send it directly to your navigation. Mm. So you know this trip planner is um, adjustable depending on how you're going to drive. Um, but we've really taken a lot of um, a lot of effort into this to make it simple and easy and reliable for drivers. 
Um, one, one thing I do want to highlight, too, and I mentioned earlier, is that when it's pulling and charging stations, it's actually filtering out based on power levels. So, like, depending on your route, say, for example, there's no level 7 or level 6 charging stations along your route, it automatically will go down to 5 and then to 4. If there's no charging stations of that level, it then goes uh, down from there. So we always look at the max power output of a charging station and provide it as, as we can if it's available on the route. So you're saying like it's it's it it leans towards faster charging stations when you're traveling is what you're saying. So it's going to look exactly. for you know sevens first before it looks at sixes before it looks at yep. fives. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then how how far off the highway I guess do these pins have to be for them to be included on this like show all stations route? It's within a five mile radius of okay. your route. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So some will be directly off the highway. Some might be a little bit further into like a town, but it's within a gotcha. five mile radius. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I actually um, just want to do another quick route just to show what it's like when there's more than just one charging station along the yeah. route. So let me do, I'm going to do Key West because I always feel oh, like gosh. this is a really good, <laughs> it's long haul. a really good route. So we'll test my internet speed. <laughs> Zooms out to the entire north yeah. of all we'll, of we'll America. We'll test my internet speed. So, you know, depending on your vehicle, obviously some of the infrastructure I'm calling out West Virginia right now might not be there, but because we're <laughs> we're doing this in a Tesla, there's some superchargers in West Virginia, so we'll just take that direct route. We'll use selected route. And as I mentioned, it's sifting through our database depending on the power output of the charging station, starting at the very highest number of seven and then going down from there. Um, we're going to test how fast my internet can pull this information together. <laughs> Maybe so I should have done, might like, take a little bit longer. I will yeah. say this is probably the feature I use most on the app is this charge uh, or trip planner because not like the only way to do this with the Tesla is doing it on the car's touchscreen is the yes. only way to like really preview this. Yep. Um, and there's some other apps out there that will do trip planning, but I think Chargeway has it like dialed in more than any others I've tried in terms of like matching what Tesla's touchscreen is going to say. Um, and I've tried it with some other vehicles as well. I don't know of many other like any vehicles that have that built into their app where it's like pre-plan EV charging trip, like. Most of them try to make it so that you're just using the in-car navigation, but just yeah. plugging in these few parameters, I think it helps a ton to pre-plan, kind of have an idea at least of where you're going to stop, how long it's going to take, all that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, it, and you you know, you hit it right on the head in terms of, like, accuracy of, like, how this might compare to, like, a uh, Tesla showing you where superchargers are. Right. Um, you know, I've, I've plotted this out. Matt, you know, my boss has literally gone from Portland to Chicago utilizing just Chargeway's trip planner. And wow. it's spot on in terms of the arrival state of charge, how long you might have to sit at a charger, and then right. get to the next. And we've heard that from a ton of users that this is spot on in terms of their driving experience. Right. And it's made Which it a is... lot easier for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I'm excited to utilize this when I go to South Dakota next year, this year, um, for yeah. like our national park trip. So I'm excited to highlight that. But, um, yeah, so, you know, just, just to wrap this up, because I know we are kind of making this a longer episode. Um, <laughs> Very good. So when you're, when you're looking at like a multi-stop, uh, trip, um, you know, say for example, like going from Cleveland to Key West, you can see that you're going to stop about six times. 
um, based on those settings that you originally started with. So, you know, starting at the top, leaving Cleveland at 100%, driving about 177 miles, you'll stop at the sheets for about 25 minutes to go from 38 to 80%. So like this is where those charging experiences are starting at a low state of charge, going up to 80% really come into play. Yeah. And then you'll drive about 204 miles. You'll get to this uh, Withville, Virginia supercharger, charge for about 40 minutes to go from 8% to 89% and then so forth. But this really does give you a good idea that this trip from Key West essentially takes about 22 hours worth of driving and only about three hours in total of charging time, which is, if you think about that, to go literally from Cleveland to like the most Southern point of, you know, the US, that's really not that bad. <laughs> yeah. And realistically, uh, you're probably breaking that into two days. Like that's yes. probably a two or maybe three day drive. And it's two days, you're, you know, stopping for an hour and a half total on one day on each day. Or if it's a three day drive, like, you're stopping an hour each day, maybe out of the drive. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a really good <laughs> way to. Uh, good bless you. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a good way to stretch your legs. You know, like yeah. that's, that's the one thing I love about like EV charging is that like if you're there for a little bit longer, you can stretch your legs, see what's around you, and so forth. True. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know that's that's essentially how Chargeway works. You know, like so, like for example, when you're looking at the trip planner, if you click on one of the station pins. It will give you a breakdown oh, of that cool. specific setting or like your charging session. You can see some photos of what that charging station might look like. Nice. Um, you know, if there's I don't think reviews. I've clicked in before on this trip planner to like look at the yeah. <laughs> charging stops. I've, I didn't realize it did that. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know, like we, we do our best to provide as much information in a very simplistic way to yeah. make it easier for drivers to understand how this works um, because it's, Nothing worse than getting to a charger thinking that it works with your vehicle and it doesn't, or it's right. you know, improper data and so forth. But right. that's uh, that's essentially how Chargeway works. Um, there is one other button I do want to call out. This will not be on the mobile device. This is actually something that's uh, specifically meant for our beacon platform. So the kiosk and showrooms, the mini mm. beacon, as well as like our web beacon is an incentives tab. So this is really meant for like if we have like a utility partner, for example, like Consumer Energy up in Grand Rapids, you know, Michigan, more on like the the west portion of Michigan, their their logo would show up here, and if there's any like federal or state incentives, it would highlight this directly here. So it really helps the sales experience in terms of how you explain like if there's any incentives for your vehicle. Um, one really cool feature though of our beacon platform is that we do have a fuel cost estimator that will give you a better understanding of how much how much you'll spend on electricity versus gas so you can get a good idea of your savings. Um, and then we also have a home charger, uh, home charging tab as well that will show you compatible charging systems with your vehicle. Um, nice. As mentioned, you can't see this in your mobile app. You know, that might be a feature we enable later on in the future uh, to, you know, shop for different charging stations. But right now, this is mainly meant for like a dealership install. Gotcha. But yeah, I saw this at a fully charged live. It was pretty cool yeah. to pull up the different vehicles. Um, and even if you don't like, even without that tab, I think it's a cool app to download and just mess with cars. I know, like, I'm assuming <laughs> most of our listeners like are still not EV drivers or just trying to learn about it. Um, but this is a great app to download and kind of almost preview certain things about EV charging and just driving an EV. So, like, you could use the trip planner, plug in what vehicle you're thinking about buying, and see, you know, what your your uh, your yearly uh, vacation trip might look like with an EV. Yeah. <laughs> like, what those yeah. charging stops will look like. 
see what charging stations are around your house, like that sort of thing. I think is just a cool thing to check out. Um, yeah, and filter by vehicle too, so you can kind of start getting in that mindset of thinking about, hey, what works with my vehicle? What's what's going to be best for my vehicle? Definitely. And, and I do, I do want to highlight before we wrap up, you know, I know that this was a lot of information. I actually say this line for everybody who I speak to at like a show because it, it is, yeah. you know, like once, <laughs> once you really start to understand what Chargeway is and like how it works, it really because becomes something so easy to utilize right. that a lot of the information becomes second nature just because of how easy it is to digest this information. Right. Um, but if this information was overwhelming or anything, um, I want to give my email address uh, for, for work, just in case, if you want to reach out to me, I can, you know, jump on a phone call and describe this further. It's Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-A-N at chargeway.net. Um, if you have, have any questions, more than happy to jump on a phone call, talk this through, you know, I love this. I love my job and I'm very, <laughs> very proud of this. So yeah. I'm excited we got to do this episode. This was a lot of fun. My throat hurts, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this was great. This is, this is cool seeing like you walk through like a, a software demo, if you will, cause this is what yeah. I do probably three times a week at my job. So it's nice being able to listen for once and have somebody else do it <laughs> and ask my own questions. Um, and I did learn some new things about Chargeway today too. So that, that was oh, neat. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, like I've said, kind of the whole episode, I definitely recommend you download Chargeway, even if you're like, I mean, even if you're skeptical about it or you don't like the system, like there are some like people that are set on, like, I just want to see kilowatts, like download it, try it out, at least give it a shot. Like it may not be for everybody, but I think there's, there's a lot here that can be valuable for, for people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even myself as kind of a, a self, uh, self, uh, what do you call this? Um, testimony is like, when I first saw this, I didn't like, I wasn't a fan, like, cause I'm, I have an engineering background. I, I was like, why don't we just use kilowatts? Like what's wrong with CCS? And then it's like, I start to have more conversations with people now. And it's, I think it's very easy to get caught up in this EV bubble, if you will, that both of us are in that we just yeah. talk with EV people all day. And it's like, yeah, we all understand this stuff. We understand kilowatts. We understand CCS. Like we, we get that stuff, but the majority of people coming to the EV world and buying their first EV, um, one don't care. <laughs> and two, like <laughs> they just want their car charged and want to know how long it takes. And I think yes. this takes out yeah. a lot of the guesswork and a lot of the, like the learning, if you will, that it takes to drive an electric vehicle. So yeah, I think the, the goal of this, like a lot of other, like, EV companies is to increase EV adoption. And I think that like Chargeway is clearly like building a system to do that. And I think it's something everybody's got to at least give a shot if you're <laughs> if you're in the EV realm. Um, this is something I recommend to the salespeople I work with, like download Chargeway. Like it's a great way to explain charging. If somebody like is looking at a specific vehicle, I get questions all the time is like, oh, like we have some employees with the Mach-E and then one has a Tesla. Like how long do you think that'll take to charge on these stations you're trying to sell us? It's like, I can pull up Chargeway. I can be like, hey, let's yeah. plug in your Mach-E. Let's, <laughs> let's plug in what station you're gonna get. And let's let's see how long that would take to go from, you know, 15 to 80%. And I can tell them, you know, within, within seconds. So yeah, all of that to yeah. say, you know, check it out, <laughs> like have an open mind. <laughs> Uh, try this out. This is still a very new space. So there's a lot, you know, still a lot of things being shaken up and like you guys have adapted with it really well too, along with like, especially with these Tesla adapters and like all this stuff that's kind of like continued to change in the industry. Yes. This system has yeah. outlasted all of those changes. So 
it's yeah. clearly working. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we, we always do our best to stay on top of how the industry is changing because it changes so fast. And as I mentioned, you know, in terms of like how like a station goes live in real time, like, uh, you know, like if I edit it on my end, the same goes for vehicle data. So like mm-hmm. things will refresh as we upload data. So, you know, if there's a vehicle that you don't see in there, let me know. We can add it, you know, and, and it will show up in real time for you, which is which is really useful. Um, I, I think it just makes the app even more functional for people. Right. Yep. So, but um, yeah, you know, as, as Alex mentioned, if you dive into it, you have any questions, feel free to contact me. More than happy to do some walkthroughs and um, definitely check us out. You know, we're free for the app store, you know, and right. uh, leave us a review it's if free. you download it. What do you got and to it's lose? It's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, one thing I do want to point out, there's no advertisements in our mobile app. That's true. Um, there's, there's only one, but it relates back to your specific vehicle. So it's all EV related. You're not going to see anything, you know for Burger King or something like that. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. But yeah, on that note, you know, I appreciate you guys listening to this. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, I'm very proud of Chargeway and this was a fun episode to get a chance to share this, especially now that I'm two, almost two years into my journey with Chargeway versus right. when we did the episode with Matt, uh, even before I worked for Chargeway. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really cool to get a chance to explain this to people. So, right. yeah. <laughs> very cool. Well, yeah, Brandon, thanks for running through all that. And we'll have links to the uh, to the, the app in the description below. And we'll we'll give Brandon's email out to try not to bug him on anything unrelated. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't block easily. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Thanks for listening, Thank everybody. And we'll, we'll catch you in the next episode.